Hi, hello, this is Jules the Human here, and welcome to the Jules and Matt Anime Hour. I'm one of your hosts, Jules the Human, and every week we go out into the world and watch a little bit of anime, and then we come back here and discuss it, and today is the first time we're going to be discussing Cabinary of the Iron Fortress, which is very refreshing um, (laughs) since the last time we saw you, because last time we saw another anime that I'll never talk about again, but I'm going on this anime journey with you, of course, the viewer, watcher, listener, thank you for everybody watching live, but I watch shows with my co-host, Matt Galley. Matt, how are you this week? What did you do? I'm good. I'm great. It was a good week. Um, I was excited to definitely get into something a bit new. I, th- I feel like it's a, it's been a while since we've had something with a, a good dose of like action, you know, some heavy sure. octane. Um, we've had we've been watching shows that are kind of like very like stationary like they go through the same sets and stuff but it's sure. uh, it's nice to feel like we're you know watching something that's got a, a lot of dynamic things that are uh, going on well this one is actually moving right yeah, they're on a train yeah. so this is uh not only like a, a change of setting but they're a, a moving setting quite often um but i'm super excited have you seen this anime before no no uh, first time watching this one for sure Okay, cool. Yeah. So I we don't know anything about Cabinary of the Iron Fortress. This is the first time that we're watching, the first time that we're going to be discussing it, and I'm super I, uh, excited. I was very excited when I saw in like the the opening, uh, the first opening thing that it shows whenever uh, the wit drops when they drop that it's yeah. uh, animated by wit. I was like, oh, all right, then I I already know this is going to look great. Yeah. I'm just I just need to know what the what it's going to be about. <laughs> So this is the first time you're joining us. We watch anime. Uh, we watch like the first arc or if it's we've been doing a lot of uh, anime where they're only one season. So we've been doing the whole full season of the anime and checking it out, watching it. And we rate it on our anime board here. And this is where we've rated other anime before on the show. On the left is me, on the right is Matt, and they are mostly suggested by you, the community. So if you would like to submit an anime oh wrong button if you'd like to submit an anime here uh for the anime chest you can donate 500 bits and you get here and we'll pick it out of the chest possibly at some point i mean we have a lot to go through we're gonna get through them all hopefully so um let's start talking about it because i'm there's so much to get into there's so much here there's lore, there's a bunch of characters, it's it's huge. So we're going to be discussing the first four episodes, episode one through four, of Cabinary of the Iron Fortress. So Matt, tell us a little bit about what's going on in the first episode, Frightened Corpse. Uh, yes, in episode one, we kind of get, uh, we get definitely end media rezzed to a situation. We see a heavily armored train going full speed, trying to get away from some sort of threat, uh, being these zombie-like creatures that... Uh, turn the living into them upon biting. The show gives us a short look at the main character, Ikoma, in their workshop, tooling up uh, some sort of a weapon. Later on, uh, we get to see Ikoma going to work at a train yard where an unexpected guest shows up, another character uh, by the name Ayame. 
Ayame is uh, a Bushi princess, uh, first born in her family. Um, she's at the train yard requesting that her father's short gun get uh, looked at. Ikuma being called out specifically by name to uh, do this for her. Also unexpectedly, a train shows up at the station ahead of schedule. The train's occupants are inspected for injuries following the steam blacksmiths uh, starting to like do repairs on the train. Another character by the name Mume, we don't know her name yet though, uh, disembarks the train. She denies being uh, inspected and the like leader of the clan, Kensho, shows up to say that he she is his guest and she doesn't need to be inspected, it's fine. And so she's just kind of able to get off of that scot-free. Uh, Ikuma and Takumi, his friend, witness a stowaway fleeing the train with a cut on their arm. Ooh. <laughs> uh, fleeing the train with a cut on their arm. Uh, ex the person exclaiming that they aren't Kabane, Ikuma, stands up for this person only for the Bushi to uh, end up executing them by gun, going against their own quarantine rules. Ikuma is locked up for speaking out of turn to the Bushi, with Mume uh, visiting him at the cell later introducing herself. Uh, the meeting is short-lived as suddenly another train is heading for the station, going full speed. Uh, this train is infested with Kabane, and it breaks through the one of the gates of the station, causing an explosion. Chaos breaking out, Mume and uh, another character that we meet by the name Shimon, who's kind of like her escort, begin to head toward the, like, the opposite station. Uh, Kensho, the, <laughs> Kensho, the, uh, the clan leader, also leaves this like uh, the fort that they have in the station, telling Ayame that he will signal for her when it's safe to follow. Ikuma heads back to his workshop to grab the gun that he was working on, the weapon he was doing testing on, and he also lures a Kabane behind him to do to do a little bit of field testing. He successfully pierces the heart cage of the Kabane. However, he is bitten in the process. He rigs himself into a machine, managing to stop the infection from reaching his brain, allowing him to stay human in mind. Roll the opening. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and then this cool thing happened with Mume. Uh, just okay, uh, kind of like everybody else is obviously having a really hard time dealing with these things, but she dispatches one without even like really breaking a sweat. It's so good. Can we get have have who's anybody here? Uh, if you want to say who's watching it, hi, hello, everybody watching live on Twitch. Um, we appreciate you watching live on Twitch. But so much happened. There's so much setup. Uh, it's so good. She does break her heels. She does. <laughs> it gets Is stuck. it broken or does? It, yeah, I thought it was just stuck. It <laughs> but it's broken. Whatever. Um, thank you to Shelves for the 32 months. I appreciate it. 12, 24. 32 that's good that's three years almost um thank you so much for 32 months i appreciate it um 
man where do we even get in where do we even start because yeah, a lot of the terminology i'm using in that recap is assuming like you've already watched these first four episodes because there's like so much thing so there's a lot of like contextual world building that just kind of happens that you just kind of go with and and i kind of uh, in a 12 episode anime i do like that when they're just here's the story this has been living before you and this will live after you and this is going to keep going no matter what i i really enjoy that where they're like hey keep up we gotta we gotta get going this is already happening there's built stuff 20 years ago this sort of thing happened and all this so i love that um in an anime this felt uh, a little chaotic at first i did have to like it was literally like trying to grab a moving train which is where the setting is mostly it, it's kind of like grabbing a moving train they're like here's everything and i'm like um, oh okay here we go um we meet some really cool characters at the beginning uh like you were saying ikoma mume ayame like all these characters are so cool like the the art looks beautiful i'm i'm so some sometimes whenever it goes to like a static shot of their face or of them moving of one character moving it's just so beautiful i'm like oh my god this is so pretty it's so dope um so we are introduced to kabane which i found out was a kanji for dead corpse or zombie oh. so i looked it up i was like is this an actual word or are they just making it up but it, it does actually mean dead corpse gotcha um so we're, we're introduced to the kabane or zombies as we would kind of say i guess and they can we talk about like can we describe what we think the zombies are because we see them they are have this like uh coloring gashes on them mm -hmm. so far but i, I don't want to like give spoilers or, or i don't know anything don't nobody give any spoilers we know what they actually are but they have like a hardened heart here they call uh, it the heart cage the heart cage that cannot be pierced only by like some some intense uh, power or whatever regular guns don't work they have to use guns that are like powered up with steam to even have sure. a chance at breaking the shells mm -hmm. that's why like he's working on this little device that like he gives it a specific uh jet bullets he says something a lot like it's supposed to shoot jet bullets yeah which should be fast enough to never have a problem piercing their heart. Mm -hmm. But they, it's it's weird, right? Because we see them looking at characters. We see them interacting with characters in, in weird ways. We see them running. Like what, how much of the, we see later on people that are turned into Kabane that remember how to fight from their human life like what are they you know like what do you think do you, because I, in some moments you see them looking at a human fighting another kabane and they're like mad or they're showing emotion in their face and it's like wait there's a moment at the end of the third episode where it almost looked like one of them still had the humanity in their eyes so to speak and I, that made me kind of like yeah definitely pause and go what what's going on with that yeah <laughs> i don't know it's a little odd um it's, it's definitely and then and then you know the whole concept of in this first episode when ikuma speaks back to the bushi and he's like 
getting beat down and he says i'm telling you you're pointing your guns at the wrong people like Mm -hmm. yeah so it's the show's definitely gonna have something to say it's definitely gonna have something to do with like the actual the actual uh origin of this virus plague Mm -hmm. whatever it is they're they call it a curse sure everybody's calling it the curse but ikuma and his friend uh takumi have like done like all this research like we're made to believe they've done all this research and stuff that uh has led them to believe that it's not like curse it's not something supernatural going on it's something like scientific something concrete that could probably be cured or solved or something like that that's where i think the show is going with this sure uh that which goes to claire's point that they call it an infection um but they're pretty familiar with infections irl they don't work this way clearly the protagonist has a reasonable understanding but several times i was like what i didn't get hung up on words or anything i just didn't even think or i didn't even uh catch that or anything um let's talk about the opening song because i don't like it oh <laughs> i don't like it i i mean they don't play it in the in this episode they play it nope. at the end mm-hmm. uh, but i i do want to talk about the the opening i love the opening action it's cool it's whatever it doesn't match the music for me so i'm like mm, it's okay as far as openings yeah I, I i mean i found it i guess for forgettable if anything i didn't okay. feel like i had much to say about it but i gotcha. wasn't sitting there like enjoying it i think i think on the third and fourth episode i ended up skipping it actually yeah on the fourth episode i skipped it yeah, yeah. i was like okay that's fine i like the i like the closing though i like the ending mm-hmm. i enjoy it but fine. i only watch it once <laughs> i kept skipping the opening which says a lot yeah i yeah. i didn't like the song i just don't think the song matched what the action was um but we we get this uh info 20 years ago this whole thing happened um you don't get bits i mean classic zombie stuff right uh, but the infection spreads immediately, and it's really interesting because oh, there's so much because of uh, Ikoma, the main character. Uh, there's so much to his story about how people call him a hero, like he want, like he, they think he wants to be the hero of things because he but tries really he's to just save tired this person. Of running away from everything, he's just tired of running away. Um, and then we see the hero try to fight back, and he does, and he succeeds. And then he gets bit. Hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, all right. And then <laughs> for some... Okay, we've dealt with a lot of anime stuff, anime tropes sure. where, you know, even back to the first episode, Black Clover, whereas Black Clover, we've dealt with everybody has magic except this one kid. And it's the <laughs> yeah. first time we've seen this kid never have seen anybody have no magic. And I'm like, okay, that's you know, suspending disbelief a little bit, whatever. It's a magical world. Who cares? Whatever. But f- it was kind of pushing me in my brain a little bit to where he has this weapon. He did this whole thing. And then he has a contraption already built to possibly combat what this, this Kabane turn would be. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm, okay. And then he just kind of does it. And mm-hmm. he's like being a badass about it for sure, but I was like, okay, and it worked. I was like, okay, that's crazy. That's cool. I don't know. And in the moment, I was like, this is kind of, it's kind of stretching. It's it pushing me. the suspension of disbelief. Sure. Um, 
I don't know. What'd you feel I, about that when he actually stopped the change and he has the weapon and all? That? I was like, again, it's like there's there's these little contextual world building moments where like he's on the train and him and uh and him and Takumi are like going back and forth about like, oh, well, have you tried upping the upping your output? And he's like, oh, like that's actually really smart. I'm gonna try that out. And you can tell that it's like this back and forth that those sure. two probably have all the time. He's under the train and he's stealing like guts of the uh, of the cabanets. And then um, everybody's like, ew, why do you have those? You're, you're so weird. But yeah, he's probably taking them back and like doing experiments and research on them. And I can only imagine that this is like this is literally his magnum opus like machine that's sitting there sure. that him and Takumi have been working on forever, but they've never had a chance to really run a test and oh here i am bitten so this is the one chance but and then for it to happen for the sake of day. narrative yeah for sake of narrative and then the story that we're about to experience like i'm i'm willing to go with it i i, I was there okay. with you though but i was like but i'm on board because i okay. like how they did this sure um i love that they have to this is like that one show with the train <laughs> I forgot what it's called. Um, it's like a s- snow Thomas the tank engine. Oh, tank Thomas the, t- the train engine. I said tank engine. <laughs> it's called. It's like Snowpiercer, where they live on the train and stuff. But like, sort of like that. Anyways, um, I enjoy that this is super fast paced already. I enjoyed how how fast it moves. How like. Okay, here they showed us all the processes that happened without telling us the processes. Like, okay, a new train came in. We have to check for infections. Like, oh, of course, you got to check for bites, all this stuff. Um, and then you have to, like, signal each other to say, like, hey, we're good. We're fine, whatever. And then whenever the cabinet – see, okay, another thing I want to bring up with the whole cabinet thing. Like, what are they? Because they're controlling the train here. Are they controlling the train or did they get attacked while they were just at their stations? And so now they're just kind of falling all over the controls, which led them to breaking into full speed. Okay. They're just slumped over it. Okay. First, first I thought it was just them controlling it. Like for mm-hmm. sure. Um, we do, But again, like you said, we see that there's potential for holding a memory or holding an ounce of what, oneself used to be before maybe they're all conductors before yeah so <laughs> um claire says it felt kind of improvised like something half completed so i didn't really mind the whole contraption the whole yeah thing. he yeah. that that too it wasn't like he he puts himself into like a pod and it just like he just raises up and then you know comes back down and he's fine it's like he he's in pain that thing yeah. was like it looked like it you know one one more turn of any of those those knobs and he was going to lose an arm or something Hell yeah. When when my turn. Um <laughs> me next. Um so he changes. It's really yeah. cool. Oh, the whole thing. I like the whole sequence. Sure, sure, sure. Uh back to the train thing when they when they like crashed. I was like, okay, maybe this happens a maybe this happens a lot. And for it to explode how how insane it was, I was like, oh my god, this does so <laughs> much more damage than I thought it would. There was train cars flying into cities, into another city. I was like, "Oh my goodness, this is intense." Yeah, I loved it. It so was good. it was a big and 
bombastic and exactly what we needed how we mm-hmm. needed episode one to open honestly kick off yeah, yeah i'm already set into it man don't explain it to me like other um titan shows uh ikoma is kind of like a mad scientist so i don't doubt that he has a contraption like that laying around for who knows what him like steel bolting the sling onto his body was so badass yes it was so good definitely made him seem cool because up yeah. until then i was like mm, it I don't shows know his resolve and yes. that like i'm willing to like push the boundaries and do things that haven't been done before in order to not run away um because up until then i was like i don't know if he's gonna be our main character but what does a main character need resolve for sure mm-hmm. resolve number one um so it sets it off perfectly how do you feel about this first episode like how do you feel as a first episode yeah I think like it, it went i as... watched this i'm watching this you know yeah. what i mean I, it went I as hard as he could episode one i'm like i'm bought in it's not uh i need to watch the fir- whole first the next two to know if i'm gonna like want to watch this i want to watch this at the end of the first episode sufficient introduction of cool characters like they didn't even explain the steam-powered guns they were just like here here's how we do it and i'm like yeah. okay cool i'm down um and I, I like the uh I, I really like the cold open that we get or the you know the and media res that we get where it's like shows one guy trying to like help out somebody else and just like one little nick on his finger he just gets a little bite but then they're like then, tossing a bag at him like hey use the bag do it use the bag insane <laughs> it's so crazy and everybody like understands this and it's like damn that's so insane that's the reality they accept that's the reality yeah of their life now um episode two never-ending darkness what happens in episode two um in episode two uh so takumi finds ikuma in his workshop after slaying the the kabane and <laughs> i love this i love the for them. yeah the little <laughs> you did it ah like, <laughs> you, you just see their friendship right there you get it. Uh-huh. you get where these two have been before um Ayame continues to wait for a signal amidst the Kabane growing closer, uh, and this prompts Mume to take action, clearing a path for everyone to make it to the Kotetsujo. Ikuma and Takumi make it to the train, but they are asked to be inspected. This is cut off by more Kabane arriving. However, Ayame... Mume quickly dispatches them. Mume vouches for those two, and they board the train without getting inspected. Everyone operating the Kotetsujo attempts to get it to leave the station just in time for the Kabane to charge in force. Ikuma manages to save one of the cars from a Kabane as they're uh, leaving the station. However, the glow of his heart is revealed, and he is shot off the train by Bushi Kudusu. The east gate hasn't been lowered, and the switch on the train gets jammed, prompting for the manual lever outside the train uh, to need to be used. Staying true to his resolve, Ikuma fights through the Kabane tooth and nail to reach the lever to lower the bridge, saving those who had just damned him. Mume and... Takumi get Ikuma back aboard the train where he is uh, again confronted by the Bushi. M- uh, Mume interjects to reveal that she and he are both Kabaneri, something between hum- human and Kabane. Hell yeah. I want this picture. I think this is going to be the uh, 
the thumbnail for the first episode. Mm-hmm. Mume is so cool. She's the coolest character. So we just talk with this picture. She, of, she's so cool. Clears the path. And um, knowing the whole like, it's it's I I think this is a great rewatch because already um going back to grab screen grabs and when she's talking about uh when she's talking about like oh i need to get this far and i only have this much time and am i going to be able to do it and she just goes and she clears and then she sits down to take a little nap just like that's (laughs) i just loved that whole the whole setup of like that concept of this for them like they have to fight on the time on on a timer so to speak yeah they have limits even though they're incredibly powerful and then we see other limits too later on in episode three or four um, but yeah, I wrote down here whenever we're seeing, a, this is the first, well, we see a lot of action here with the cabinet. Um, and it did feel like they have feelings when each other are dying. Yes. Which was kind of uh, odd. Gives me that, that makes me think, uh, yeah. Are these zombies more like, uh, you know, like, why am I forgetting every zombie movie ever? Um, 28 Days Forget Later Zombies. <laughs> 28 Days Later Zombies. Sure. Or are these more like uh, the other one? I'm Legend Zombies. Mm, okay. Or like ghouls. Sure. Whatever they are. Mm-hmm. Um, like where where's that line between... Did, are Can they tell that one of their own was just killed? Or are they just getting enraged by seeing Mumei generally? just a person so uh claire says i think they're also checking how long their steam weapons will run off an airline cool uh, n- uh, not the cabinet i don't think i don't know i'm not sure oh when she was checking her little like timer and then yeah th- that's probably like gauges for how many like shots she has and stuff oh too. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah oh my god the fighting is so cool the fighting is so dope it's so beautiful uh, Mume's movements is, are so dope. They're so beautiful. The way she moves, the the way the blue is. Yeah, the way they the pierce blue, the steel, yeah, the blue like that's like, how you know. Showcases that's how they're done. Yeah, that's how you know they're dead. And I'm like, oh, this is so gorgeous. And in a palette of a bunch of reds and a bunch of fire right now, and later a bunch of blacks and all this stuff, the blue really pierces out. And I'm just like, oh, I love it. It's so cool. And um, I, I just love the the one moment where she's all the cabinet are like chasing her and she like turns around and it almost looks like she's just like floating there for a second. And then she just disappears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what is she doing? <laughs> she's playing with them. <laughs> yeah, she's this, so cool. Yeah. Um, we move on to as of right now i'm not i wasn't the biggest fan of ayame but she definitely grew on me by the end but episode two i'm just kind of like because mm, she's she's still trying to find her place right now because her dad's leaving mm-hmm. she's trying to be the leader or whatever and she's just a, a child i assume mm-hmm. or, or young um and and at this I point i'm that's like gonna be her arc is somebody that kind of is used to sitting and just being like she's normally just kind of like runs off of what her clan clan leader father says but in the in the quick emergency that showcases where you know he's no longer with us and now you're the one in charge like he said oh, i should have wrote down that line why did i not um there's a line that he says like where you know no matter what order has to be upheld or something mm-hmm. along those lines and that's kind of like what 
we begin to see her have to deal with in the next few episodes is being able to like uphold the order when the pe- the unrest of the people begin to grow against her choices that she as the leader feels is best for everybody yeah in episode three she's she becomes what i think she's supposed to be and she finally gets into it but in episode two here she's just kind of like kind of in the water like what what do we do what like what's going on there needs to be somebody but it's her she has to be that you're the guy yeah you're you're, the guy pal (laughs) (laughs) you're him yeah uh so we find out that cabinary are the mix of both are somewhere between human and cabinet we see that they have the heart um that our main character Ikoma has the the golden heart there that they all have, and that uh, uh, Mume has those. Uh, what are they? I don't even know what they call them? Like scars? They're not scars, but like red markings on her body. I don't know what they are, but th- those are marks of Kabane. It's, it's kind of like veins. Veins. It's kind of yeah. like veins, but there's. I think there's. There's another word for it, probably. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so we see that everyone is afraid of a coma, that he gets kicked off because he, he has the heart of a uh, Kamine. And then he goes on and to do the one of the best monologues in episode two for a main <laughs> character. One of the best things to say that he's like, you're going to remember me, that I saved your life and I'll be waiting in hell or some shit. Like, yeah, he just I'll be laughing off. waiting for you in hell. I'll, I'll be, be laughing. laughing. <laughs> oh, it's so good. And he wants to die this way. He's like, I want to die saving you. So you have to remember me. And I'm like, oh, fuck. This guy is damn cool. Me. Yeah, he does. He does it's his best because he wants to. That's how he wants to go out. Doesn't go out. And then he doesn't want to be saved. He's just like, there and mumi has to save him <laughs> and he's that, like, Come like that's the thing like i'm okay i'm okay with him having that mindset but then once he sees ikoma throwing him the lifeline i hated that he had no response he didn't yeah. even look at it that kind of he just annoyed sat me. there was like mm, that's not that's not very mc like but i'll accept it for the fact that uh mume uh you know said no you're not allowed to say no right now <laughs> yeah that was kind of weird because i was confused too because i wrote uh ikoma didn't want to be saved like that was the point to be saved here and what he didn't really say anything about it yeah after that did he he just kind of got on he the train kind of and... like thrashing his arms and legs like no don't save me don't save me don't do that <laughs> like yeah i was on, like <laughs> So I don't know. Yeah, I, I really like Mume. I understand her character a lot, but I'm still trying to figure out Ikoma. Um, but we figure we figure out more stuff in episode three for sure about him. But I'm still not completely sold on him, especially when we have such a cool character in Mume. That's completely and the going character off. that Ayame becomes. Yeah, those are cool. And and Ikoma just had this sort of happen. He's not his. He's not our hero yet. I don't think. And I'm fine with him developing and stuff into the hero. He has the resolve. He's he doesn't. He's not the hero. You're not that guy, pal. Yeah. Even though he wants to be, he's not that yet. Like I think that's what it was. I think that was just him. Him not accepting others' 
help in yes. this moment is him <clears throat> still trying to be like, I won't run away. I'll do this. Yeah. And I'll save everybody. But he I'll doesn't save have everybody, even if it's at my own <clears throat> martyrdom. Yes. And he doesn't have the maturity to say or to understand that he can it's... go on again to save again with others. So I think he, he hasn't Accepting learned that the help yet. of others. Yeah. He hasn't yep. learned that yet. Um, episode three. Um, episode three, Prayers Offer. What happens in episode three? Uh, episode three, Mume begins to train Ikuma to be able to act as her <clears throat> shield uh, in the event that she gets too tired to fight. Um, unrest on the train amongst the people begins to grow as they desire to host a funeral for the fallen before they get too far from the station, lest their loved ones become wandering spirits. Mume and Ikuma had promised to stay confined on the rear car, however, something prompts Mume to break her promise, and this causes tensions to rise again. Um, however, an emergency, emergency stop is needed uh, to be made for repairs. This allows for the funeral wishes to be honored, um, but on the side, Mume and Ikuma are confronted. Ayame coming to their defense... She tests Ikuma in front of an audience, putting their worriedness to rest for now. Mume and Ikuma both hitting their limits are in need for blood. However, <laughs> Akabane appears amidst the refugees, um, which Mume dispatches with haste. And uh, Ikuma uh, <laughs> trying to bite Ayame. Yeah, Ikuma goes into some sort of state and tries to bite Ayame, which is pretty interesting. His voice even, like, and we we actually saw it when he got knocked off the train earlier, where it's like his voice, like, goes down, like, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> a lot I, didn't, I, I didn't know if it was me just not getting, being familiar with his voice yet or not. Like, his voice kept changing for me, and I was like, what is this? But it, I guess it's a different state or a different, you know, uh, different low mindset. blood mode. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we find out some more backstory on Ikuma, uh, his whole like, because uh, Mume asks him about the stone that he has on his hand that he's always had there, like right in the middle of his hand. And he talks about how the green stones for his sister, how she got bitten. He ran away to trying to rely on rely on somebody else for help, and he made a promise that never again. Uh, he made a promise never to sacrifice a life, even if it was to save his own. That was later when he was talking mm -hmm. um, to Ayame as well. So we get a lot of backstory in this one about Ikuma <clears throat> and about who he is. Like, is this is this dumb? Can we can we get on board for his resolve? Like, can we get on board for why he does these things? I think it's good enough. I think it's good enough for a main character or a character. Um, what do you think? I think it's a nice way to kind of present that because it's, again, it's like, there's kind of like three different, um, three different things going on. There's the, I guess you could say the, like the traditional clan leaders, which is like Ayame. And uh, she also has like a Kurusu who's like her bodyguard and like all the Bushi, like there's that group. Then there's this, uh, the group of the Kabaneri, which is, you know, um, at least right now, 
Ikuma and Mume mm-hmm. in this in this like small group, and then you just have everybody else. And these three groups kind of should be able to coexist, but because it's it keeps brewing up mostly because of the people, because that group is so large and there's all these conflicting opinions and all these people that are scared and all these people that are worried and they're unsure and this and that. So you get that group that uh and you single out those people that would go and kind of try to start some stuff on their own confronting Ikoma and uh Mume on the side. And then right in front of everybody, you just take the that clan leader who's supposed to be the you know the head of that uh the, that cast, I guess you could say, or whatever. And she just stabs him with a knife. And I was like, that's the best way to just prove it right there. Yeah. Like just be openly hostile towards him in front of everybody and show them how he's gonna respond. She doesn't realize that she's bloodletting for him, so it's gonna make him go into that, you know low blood state or whatever yeah but i liked the way that the show handled this and it wasn't just gonna oh he just says nothing's gonna happen again oh he just kills some more kabane like it's not gonna retread the same steps that it's already tried to to get that group of the people to just drop this kind of tension that they have between them and the cabinary because it wouldn't be enough it would, would need enough. it would they would need something else like what Ayame did um to you know make them feel anything uh, about because she put herself right in harm's way and then she's like and unless any of you are willing to come up here and do this at this point drop it and they do mm. and so that I think that was a good way of that situation being handled and I like how it didn't completely like just <laughs> I like how things still get bad again. <laughs> it's like she 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 puts out the fire for now. But she puts out the fire for there. now, and yeah. then he turns, and yeah. now he's trying to bite her. And it's like, wait, wait, wait. This and is then what she's like. Wait, did I? Is that did I make a mistake? So now yeah. she's already questioning the moves that she's making, which leads to uh, the things that happen in episode four. Yeah. Uh, Claire said, I felt like the stone comment was kind of weird considering he's been researching and doing science. I expect him to be interested right away, but it seems to be ignored. I feel like it's going to be a solution that shows up later. The stone comment about the green stone, about his his green stone, or which one? I'm not sure. Um, but we have enough backstory for Ikoma. Mm, and then we find out at this point uh, yeah yeah at this point sure why not i i would rather mm, i don't know i like the other characters more so far yeah right now the other characters are super cool we can already see the change in ayame um i do you think um i mean i i guess it's kind of being on the nose about it but i i'm pretty sure uh mume it has been in a certain you know situation like Ikuma has because when he tells her the story he's like yeah I know right like super super common story right and she's like yeah super common story the strong survive and the weak die and she keeps referencing like nonstop, like oh my brother said this oh my brother said that oh it's almost time for this brother like she keeps talking about her brother and it's giving me this vibe that like her brother is probably not with her anymore 
That's yeah, that was prediction. That was, sure. I mean, that was super weird, right? Like she just keeps talking about her brother, about how he wants her to do this thing for him, and we don't see him. We don't see a flashback or anything of him. So I don't think he's there. Um, and I'm pretty sure he died too. And probably he, in a similar way. He's probably the same. Yeah, he's probably the same reason why she's a Cabaneri as well. Exactly. Uh, the one uh his hand has the one with the, the stone in his hand mume says something about her interacting with it mm. I must have missed that yeah i'm not sure i know she said don't that he doesn't do not to hurt that hand because that could turn into something i don't know i don't remember no or i don't remember um forget everything you know forget everything you know I like that they added this whole thing that they still need blood. Yes. That's a that's that's cool. That's like their Achilles heel still. And I love how nonchalantly Mume was like, give me blood. I just yeah. need blood. <laughs> and she was like, I'm pretty sure she's done this before. She's been around yeah. people. Yeah. Um, and to some well, extent, it's, it's they probably knew been in was. the past. Uh, it's probably been in the past that her uh, Shimon, that the guy with the white robes, he probably yeah. used to just bloodlet for her all the time. Yeah. Or get her blood somehow. Yeah. Um, and yeah, cool way to get into episode four. So what it's happens? A cool in way to four? get into episode four, and the fact that you know, and the fact that they're super strong, they're powerful allies, but they still have this need for blood. Just kind of adds, you know, it just adds a little bit of tension, a little bit of, but what if, you know, in the back of the mind, enough mm-hmm. to make enough to convince me that everybody else, again, the people wouldn't be like you know just comfortable with these guys um episode, episode four, four yes flowing blood <laughs> so uh shortly after mume slays the refugee that was hiding their bite a horde of kabane um appear uh the kotetsujo is able to depart pretty much without any incident however repairs were not finished unrest grows yet again and a mutiny occurs um, Ayame reluctantly gives up her master key to the people, for lack of a better term, um, and they decide to change course, going on a shorter but much more perilous set of tracks to uh, Kongo Kaku, which is the, the train's destination. Kabaneri sympathizers are thrown in the back car with Ikuma and Mume, and the people begin to decouple their car. The train reaches tunnels uh, moving through the mountain, and Cabinary begin to uh, jump on the train over the top. Where are we dropping? <laughs> the train reaches, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, Awazatori, who is an ex-warrior who still remembers how to fight as a Kabane, boards the train. The Wazatori begins turning occupants into more Kabane, and the situation quickly gets out of hand. Ayame, accompanied by the Bushi on board, moved to create a defensive line in a train car. Attempting to get uh, caught up to the Wazatori, Ikuma and Mume move along the top side of the train, clearing out Kabane until Mume runs out of time. The defensive line holds, thanks to Kudusu's samurai skills. However, his katana shatters when he goes for the killing blow on the Wazatori. Uh, situation growing worse, Ayame makes a deal with Ikuma, giving him the blood he needs to overpower the Wazatori and put this ordeal to rest. Hooray. Episode four. 
by overwhelming majority, the uh, people are shown to not be able to hold control of the train. The master key goes back to Ayame. Um, and we have our main cast squad. Look at all. And I'm They're sure so cool. everybody is going to make it to Konkoku. <laughs> I'm sure everybody is uh, going to make it there. Konkoku. Uh, Hooray. All right. Claire says, does it imply the Kabane also need blood? And if so, do they devour each other? There are clearly not enough humans to eat. Well, uh, Mume wasn't asking for Kabane blood. If so, that would have been easy. That would have been easy to just gather up all the Kabane and drink their blood. But I think it's human blood. And that there's not enough human humans blood. to eat. And they're all just starving. I think that's what it is. Like that's That's what... The, the token zombie is that they can't stop they can't stop eating blood they have this insatiable thirst for blood or, or body parts or flesh or whatever Please. and now they are coupled with that there's hardly any humans so they need to do something so that's why they're i'm pretty sure that's why they're acting erratic or you know getting smarter or something but um we are introduced to the thought of a wazatori who is somebody that holds memories to their past self because uh, this one was insanely good at sword fighting with katanas. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming the way that they were acting with that, this is the first time that they've, uh, you know. Seen one. Seen something like that. Who was it, Mume, that knew what it was or knew what they were? Mume knew what it, uh, who it was, yes. Yeah, and it was the like, concept of this one, is a... But wasatori. nobody else understood what that was. Yeah. Like, why is like... he using swords? <laughs> mm -hmm. Maybe they become new, normal humans, Kabaneri, if they could be administered human blood safely. Hmm. Oh, maybe. They would turn back. Maybe like a little bit. Because we saw Ikuma turn crazy when he didn't have blood. But it was just like a head trauma that made him go back yeah it's just a bonk to the head and he was like whoa i tried to bite you bonk. <laughs> it's like whoa what did i do i'm sorry i didn't yeah. mean that whoa, 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 whoa what's going on here um for a moment there when they were dropping on the train i that's when i instantly thought like oh they're smart like i thought they were like smart because they knew what they were doing and then when they started flying off the sides of the train i was like oh okay never mind no they're yeah like, they're like lemmings was, yeah i was like oh okay never mind yeah it was it was they probably just comical. heard the train coming and so they just started to like wander like down the hill and they just yeah. fell right on top of it Which, you can see the wazatori in that shot though actually you can oh. see him falling down uh, with his... Uh, he's the one right there in the middle with the two swords already. I do see him. Yep. Scooping <laughs> <at> the picture. <laughs> I tried to get it. <laughs> Is that a... <laughs> uh, I didn't mean that, but you look delicious. Like a snack. Like, and then that's, like a snack. everybody tries to like make it that way. Like, oh, you tried to bite Ayame? Well, at least you got good taste. Yeah. Like, like no, disgusting <laughs> pervert. Yeah. Um, this is yeah, brings up the, the thought. This show is really funny. This is really funny as well. In in a lot of these episodes, in most of these episodes, there are at least one moment where I'm like, 
like yeah. i just laugh i'm like that's really funny when they uh like you mentioned earlier when they um where was it i think at the beginning of episode two where they clap yeah. hands yeah <laughs> they're like it was instant like Puh! yeah <laughs> i was it's like just contact oh. <laughs> nothing but contact i was, I was like, like that's yes. hilarious it's, it's like so it's funny. like the the scene from it's predator right that's where the meme's from where <laughs> arnold oh, the, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what i imagine right there yeah that's what it was and it's so cool a a lot of this stuff is really funny but when um when ayami finally enters the contract with ikoma it was so cool and so epic she cut and then just blood flowing into him i thought he was gonna catch it on the i did too and i'm glad he didn't yeah (laughs) catch it on the air open his mouth and catch some bugs with that blood (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then he just went up to her and then got the blood and i was like yes let's go and then he just got super powered yeah and was ready to to he defeat gave, the wazatori he gave the wazatori the same line that uh mume gave him mm-hmm. your your uh your something you're telegraphing your movement. you're telegraphing your movements yeah they just put him on the ground every single week oh i don't know if y'all can hear that i can the that's fire. the first time i think the I've fire truck yeah every single week there's a fire truck i'm by a fire station now and every single week at this time somebody get can y'all stop setting your house on fire please <laughs> it's y'all's fault <laughs> um it was really cool i love that he did that i love that we see some positive change in his his movements in his training mm-hmm. uh he's better now i'm assuming um and yeah fire truck is a pain actor uh i really enjoyed it i really enjoyed the the change hopefully now i'll i'll see him a little bit better now that he got trained by um mume mm-hmm. hopefully i'll like him better didn't have much a care for uh kurusu kurusu up to this point but the way he handled that was a tori like that was super super engaging to just watch him fight a two you know double sworded um opponent with one sword Mm -hmm. and be able to get him on you know right there where the the wall was broken out and i was like i thought he was gonna like grab something overhead and like kick him off the train or something but then he went for the stab and then i was like oh no No. and then the this the katana came right back at him and i was like oh no Mm -hmm. so He's he's injured for you know for in, oh, even yeah. that last shot you know he's he's all bandaged up and stuff so that's definitely gonna have uh, implications moving forward. I predict. Sure. And I even liked him when he was there at the funeral when I don't know if he was showing respect. I think it was a mixture of both where he was showing respect but he was also protecting them. He had his sword out. I don't know if that's what that is, but he was there. I don't and... know what that is, but I want to look it up now. Yeah, I feel he like his... it may be some like salute or something. Yeah, and I was like, he has his more like, even though he didn't want to stop for them to do that, he did, and he was like, well, while I'm here, we're yeah. gonna, you know, I'm gonna do it, this right. It might even have been because uh, Ayame mentions like, you know, I want to honor my. Uh, father Father. too yeah and then he kind of pauses for a moment and it like it doesn't show her saying that it's focused on him and you get to see like the kind of mixed set of emotions he has overhearing that ultimately Mm -hmm. saying like i understand and it might even be him like you know i that should be something that i want to do too i should be paying respect to my old master and that might be what that gesture is for 
for or sure. it might be for all of them, like you said. And then they ask uh, the Cabinary and Human alike to join in in Rock and Shoujo uh, in their salute, and everybody. So now we are forged uh, together. That Cabinary are here to help us and to help them, everybody survive. And we're gonna be together, and everybody wants to help them by giving them blood. Yeah, <laughs> every so to. often because they need to. They need blood. Uh, and then we got the whole cast of characters. Man, this is so cool. This is such a cool anime I so far. I don't think we get the guy on the right or the, the 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 guy in the red on the right um in that last shot, sorry. Mm-hmm. Like the Kudusu's like right-hand man over yeah. there. And then I don't think we got his name. And then the We didn't get his name, no. The person driving the train, do we get her name? Nope. We just conductor. Conductor and second. The player. guy, the guy in the red is the brute, though, because he was he had like a Gatling gun sort of steam gun when no, they yeah, were yeah. fighting. His, and I was his like, stature, he's more statuesque compared yeah. to Kudasu. He got so the he's, he's the he's the yeah the buff boy. Yeah. <laughs> we don't get the name of the conductor either, but we get a lot of uh, a lot of memes. Strong mommy conductor <laughs> for sure. That back though, what you doing? Um. <laughs> But yeah, we got a lot of cool characters. They all seem very unique. It's a lot of fun so far. Um, I'm down. I'm down to see if they make it. I'm down to see what happens. I'm down to see how others uh, interact with Cabinary. Are there more Cabinary? I want to know. So I'm super about this so far. Uh, how are you feeling about the anime so far? <laughs> I wanted to just keep watching it. I kind of mm-hmm. had to stop myself from getting into episode five. And it's really... It's really nice to have an anime where it's just like, you know, you just kind of want to keep getting more. And like I said, having to like pause and go back and like, uh, you know, kind of write the recaps. I'm like, there's actually a lot going on in like there's at least the so first much. two episodes. These uh, the, the second two kind of had a lot more action sequencing going on. So there wasn't as much, uh, you know, uh, narratively really happening, but mm-hmm. there was still a lot going on regardless. But the first two episodes really did a great job at setting up this world and you know pun intended getting us on board for this uh for this journey choo-choo choo-choo yeah <clears throat> i'm super about it it's a lot of fun the pacing is pretty good it is it's good it's fast enough to where i don't feel bored but it's also giving us the time like whenever we had the the whole backstory on ikoma like i didn't mm-hmm. feel like oh my god it's like, like you go. know so they they stop for pairs do a funeral, Ikuma and Mume get to talk for a second. What are they going to talk about? Their past, you know. Mm-hmm. And then so, Kabaneri yeah, like show it. up, and then we have and to then, hurry yeah. up and get out of there. So it's like it was it was a, a short enough to where I'm like, okay, cool, I'm I'm down for this little pause, and then we got to keep going again. Some other stuff mm-hmm. happens. So, and then the whole episode four was just action, and I was yeah, like, basically, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. here we are. Um, my main question is if they'll actually resolve things in a satisfying way or we'll get it to be continued. That never happens. I don't want to break it to you. <laughs> I don't know if I want to say anything. Um, it's never only mind. 12 episodes. It's only 12 episodes, but yeah. there's like four movies. Oh, there's, <laughs> <laughs> there's like three or four Netflix movies. <laughs> Did not know that. All aboard the Cabinet train. Choo-choo. Let's turn into Cabinet. <clears throat> um matt whenever you're not <laughs> well, this has been fun next week we're going to talk about episode five through five through eight had to count it five through eight next week so watch episode five through eight of common area of the iron fortress 
Matt, whenever you're not fighting off the Kabane, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on my Twitch at Matt underscore Galley. Follow me on all my socials at it's Matt underscore Galley. Just put an ITS at the front and you'll find me. When we're not here talking about the Iron Fortress of the Cabinary, where can the people find you? Uh, Twitch.tv slash Jules the Human, J-U-L-E-S, the human right here. If you're watching it live on Thursday, thank you so much for watching live. You can watch them on YouTube if you miss any of it. If you came in late, you can watch on YouTube. You can watch on Spotify the day after. Uh, you can watch on Spotify, so that's pretty cool. Uh, Jules the Human on Twitch, J-U-L-E-S, uh, the human on Twitch. I just made a Threads. The Instagram Twitch or the Instagram Twitter just made that like a little while ago. Go follow me over there, I guess. I don't know, man. Whatever. Join the Discord uh, so I can hear your thoughts and share memes about uh, Mommy Conductor. So, yeah. We'll watch episode five Only through eight the and then come back. <laughs> the important things, just the important things. We'll uh, come by. <laughs> I mean, he says he's a human, but is he really? I'm a commonary. Oh my God. You found out. I check for bites. I'll get naked. <laughs> hey, <yo. laughs> See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.